irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, L.A. Talk Radio proudly brings to you the beer-drinking champions of the world, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley. The man who drinks so much he pees barley and poops hops, Chris Finley. We are Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Woo! Yeah! (laughs) Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on L.A. Talk Radio. And we are the most politically incorrect and obnoxious internet show that exists out there. I'm just going to say that. And we'll definitely prove that tonight. But uh, we have a great show lined up for you. We, we have two awesome guests, uh, 902 Brewing out of Hoboken, New Jersey, and Sweet Jane's Roadhouse, an awesome bar out of Johnsonburg, New Jersey. Like down the street from us. Yeah. So Literally, we can walk Down there. the street. So we're, we're, we're looking forward to uh, having both those guests on the show. They're going to be great guests. We also, if you, if you can notice here... Actually, if you're looking on the Ustream cam on radio, obviously you can't notice. We have a bunch of Founders beer uh, here tonight. We're going to do a little beer ventures in a little bit, and we're going to do a little taste test. Um, let, me, to- let, me, uh, let me jump in there about sure. something kind of ironic. So the show that's on Esquire Network called Brew Dogs, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about it, especially if you like beer. They're this brewery out of um, Scotland, and the, the one guy is actually like one of the nine master Cicerones in the world. Um, and they do all these like crazy beers and they go around now they on their show to different beers at uh, breweries in the United States and they make a beer with the brewery based on the town. Yeah, they take the brewery original ingredients from whatever town they're in and they and they brew a beer. So coincidentally, today they're at Founders. So we didn't know. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so kind of like, like uh, Founders Brewing Day. Yeah, it's, the like, beer community, it's like Founders so. Brewing Day. Right. And uh, I also want to mention we do have an in-studio guest with us. We have our ginger friend, Casey, joining us here live in studio. Um, she has no soul. She has no, no soul. Say hi, Casey. Hi. <laughs> now, Casey, I mean, did you take a nice big ginger dump before you came here? What? <laughs> Just to kind of like the, get the nervousness out? That's a morning ritual. <laughs> yeah, the morning ritual. Uh, yeah. That's going to get uh, its own hashtag yeah. right now. Does a ginger dump look different than regular dump? Like, is it a different color or no, does no. it? All right. I think it's. Same. Think it's the same. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, all right. It all, it all depends on what you eat. Well, really, next time right? take a picture and we can compare it against regular dump to ginger dumps. And Please maybe... don't take a picture. I'm not. <laughs> you can personally send it to Finley. Yeah. I don't know. I don't not that I like looking at pictures of dumps, but I'm very curious about the. You ginger might culture. at three o'clock in the morning. That might be something that goes along right. with your. Three o'clock in the morning. Porn. I'm pretty dangerous. I might like looking at pictures of dumps. <laughs> so gay porn and dumps. Right. Uh, before we go any further with the show, I just want to uh, take a moment to say that I hope the coach of the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, cuts his leg and falls into a pool of AIDS for cheating, <laughs> for fucking cheating his way into the Super Bowl. Um, I hope the Seahawks crush the Patriots and then rape them Cosby style after on the after show and then mess up fucking Tom Brady's hair. I just fucking hate the Patriots. Cassie, I know you have something to say about this. You know, I think it's really ridiculous that they're that they're now saying that they had no idea 
that the ball was deflated. Are you kidding me? How did Tom Brady touch that ball and not right. know? When you're a professional, like, and like, there was it was eleven out of twelve balls, right? And like you know, I, like I'm a professional beer drinker, so when I pick up a beer, if the beer's not full, I know it's not full right away. Right. You're telling me a professional football player like Tom Brady, who's been in uh, fucking football since 1965, doesn't know what a fucking football feels like when it's not deflated or or, def- or has all the air in it? I think that's bullshit. They're a bunch of fucking cheaters. So whatever. Yeah, um, I agree. But off that subject, um, we're here to drink Utah. Give me two, two beers. That is, and I'm drinking. I'm drinking an awesome beer, and I haven't had this beer for about six to seven years. It's called London Pride by Fuller's. It's it's obviously made in London. A great beer, not a, a high ABV. It's four point seven percent. The reason that I got a light beer is because I've been drinking all day, and I didn't want to be really shit faced for the beginning of the show. By the end of the show, I can't promise you, but the beginning of the show, I didn't want to be shit faced. But very good beer. Um, obviously, again. Cassie can't be drinking, nope. um, but uh, Casey, I think you're drinking, right? I am. She was. I'm, I'm empty at the moment. Yeah, oh, you might okay. need to get her another beer. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's no problem. Um, <laughs> and what, what kind of beer were you drinking, Casey? Ballast. 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 That sounds like an interesting I, beer. I put it t- at the end. <laughs> point. Uh, it's a Sculpin. Sculpin. Yeah. Indian Pale Ale. IPA. Yeah. One of the better IPAs in the uh, country. Yeah, it's a great beer. It's actually pretty strong, too. I think it's about 7%. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> actually, if you want to grab another one, they're right there, and I think Cassie can open that for you. Okay. Um, yes, pass it to me. I haven't opened yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't be on the show and not be drinking. That's kind of, uh, that's kind of wrong. Yeah. So, um, Okay, folks. Every show we play a drinking game where you playing at home can play along as you listening at home can play along as well. You we play have a, at home? Yes. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. Tonight's drinking word is donkey punch. Woo! Yeah. So, it is 7%. Yes. Um, so an example of donkey punch is when Pops raped Miss Piggy, he gave her a donkey punch. Oh, drink. And Cassie, what's an example? Last time I went to Bill Cosby's house, he offered me a donkey punch. Oh, drink. See, it's that simple, folks. And some pudding. (laughs) And some pudding, of course. Of course. (laughs) Pudding pops. That's why Pops likes Bill Cosby, because he looks like pudding and his name is Pops. I feel like I'm in Piggy's Playhouse a little bit. That never gets old. That pudding pop shit never gets old. No, it never gets old. That's the funniest thing you've ever said. Um, so, uh, Casey, you're here in studio. So, you know, let's, let's talk about you a little bit, because obviously you're not regularly on the show and, uh, you're fascinating to me because I'm fascinated by gingers. So <laughs> I just have, gingers. I just ginger have, bonus. Couple, uh, you have, that, you have the, the boner for the ginger. Yeah, uh, no, actually I don't have the boner for the ginger. I mean, they're okay looking sometimes, but they really freak me out. Like one of the questions that I might ask you in the past <laughs> oh, no. is, um, do, do the curtains match the carpet? We were told that they matched the carpet, right? Other you, people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But what? <laughs> Who are these other people? <laughs> other people. And more than one? Uh, I think so. I think Stop I remember it. more than one no. saying. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. Yeah, like, so completely? Yeah. Like, it's as red as your hair? Um, No, because my hair isn't technically my natural red right now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, okay. it's a little, is it like, a little lighter. Is it, like, blondish red? It's It's a little lighter. Um, it, it is more of a, a blondish red, yeah. But not like strawberry by any means. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now, um, are you open to more sexual positions because being a ginger, you don't have a soul? Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. So I think people out there that were turned off by gingers might now be turned on. 
uh, by the gingers. Gingers. <laughs> Apparently, I can't be a pirate though. That's what I was told the other day. So very upset about that. I'm South oh, Park. I okay. Be a pirate, if I want to be. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess you can't be a pirate. Why was the drinking word not ginger? Yeah. yeah right. It should have been. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what they call a redhead who loses her temper? What's that? A gingers. Oh. oh. <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, I promised you that I wasn't going to talk about your new boyfriend, so I won't bring him up. <laughs> but um, let's just say his name. Let's just say his name is uh, Dirk, right? His name is Dirk. Um, he happens to be a, a black gentleman. Not that there's anything wrong. With I don't that. think he's our new boyfriend. I think they're just like oh, they're dating. just kind of dating off and on. Yeah, right. yeah. No, so we're not off and on. We're just we're, you're just kind of consistently we're like dating. Out. We're okay. So have yeah. you uh, have you have you banged this gentleman yet? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not discussing that? Okay. That's the correct answer, Casey. <laughs> Don't feed it to him. Okay. Second base, third base. Uh, third base. Third base? No, second base? None of your business. Okay, okay. If uh, I, I want to take a guy home with me tonight, it's none, none of your business. business. Oh, boy. I tried. So. Yeah, bring on to salt and pepper sometime. See, Dirk, you have a good girl out there. She's not revealing any of the personal information of your dates. So um, that's good. That's good. That that's real good. Um, Any other questions? Well, no. I, I think we've touched on on your ginger personal life. Uh, I think enough. we should have a show where all I do is sing Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Push, Push it. it. Push it real good. Or you can just go uh, t- on one of Casey's dates with her and you can be salt. <laughs> You have to come in at that perfect moment and be like, push it. And I'll just be like, I'm going to push it real good. Uh, Oh, whoa. Um, I I, I knew about this term. This has nothing to do with you, Casey. Maybe it does. I I, I knew about this term um, a a while ago, but the past week or so, I've been been really finding out about this, especially from the certain show that I'm watching. But um, have any of you two ever heard of scissoring? Yes. Yeah. All right, Duh. so you know what that is? Yeah. All right, so for the people at home, uh, Cassie, why don't you explain what scissoring is? It's when is. two chicks, like, mm-hmm. do it. Okay. And you t- chicks don't have wieners unless they put a strap on on. And they put one <laughs> leg in between their, like, one leg up against the other one's crotch. Yeah. And they, like, rub it. And they just rub together, and, right. and I guess that's how they get pleasure. I guess. This is one of the greatest things that I ever heard. <laughs> Not this really. This is awesome. doesn't <laughs> work. Oh, so you've tried it? No, but I've heard. <laughs> Casey, have you ever I tried the scissoring? I don't know scissoring? by experience. Um, I've never done the scissoring. Uh, it wasn't necessary ever. So. Oh, you did other things with girls? Hmm. I thought we knew this already. Yes, oh. you did know this already. And now everybody else does, too. <laughs> well, only, we only average about 40,000 people listening oh, and watching the show, so that's okay. it. I mean, you know. Yeah, whatever. Most of them are in Philadelphia, apparently, so you're not in Philadelphia. Well, I'll become so. popular in Philadelphia. Yeah, right. They'll be, like, following you. They're, like, they're going to be creeping where's on that, me. Where's they're that gonna, ginger? That, no, that's what they're going to put. They're going to Google ginger, and I'm going to be like. <laughs> ginger scissoring. No. Scissoring ginger. Now, if you were stuck on an island with just another girl and, and you eventually start doing sexual stuff to each other, would scissoring be part of the repertoire? Would you uh, eventually get into that? Sure. sure I, I'm, I'm open to trying new things. So if I was, if it was just me and her and that's what it had to be. I'd drown that bitch and I'd take a lot of food. Would? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, so Cassie you would have... Pleasure yourself whenever yeah. you're Yeah, like a palm leaf or some shit. I don't know. You wouldn't miss the, the tender I'm, embrace no. of another human being. Oh, no. 
Don't need that. I would. That's my downfall. I don't need tender embrace. So come so, on. So you drown the person instead of scissoring. So that's how much you're. Yeah, I drown that bitch and I take all her fucking shit. Well, Cassie, I mean, I take all of her clothes and her food. I probably eat her too. And then I'd not in a sexual way. Uh, I was just <laughs> gonna ask you that. You'd eat I'd, probably, her. I'd probably be like cannibalistic on the island. Now, Some nice barbecue. Would you now? What, what would you start off with if you ate? If we ate somebody, would you start their with butt? Their you start Stop with the butt. It. That's really? the biggest part. So that's like the appetizer. Oh yeah, eat their butt. No, just oh. the butt. The butt muscle. Just the sides, like the yeah, sides like the butt. butt. The would you cook it first or just like eat it raw? Probably. Ew, I'd probably barbecue that shit. Get a nice fire going mm-hmm. like you know that movie alive where they they eat the people and they cross, cross. yeah but didn't they like fingers no and stuff? They, ate right for the they ate their butt dude no, go google it yes they did i believe you i haven't seen that movie in fucking the thighs some nice some nice oh the thighs i thought you said eyes at first some, like, some, nice, some nice thighs with some barbecue <laughs> yeah, I like, sauce i like me some nuggets. i don't <laughs> Nice. Casey likes the dark me. If you didn't hear that. Hope Dirk isn't listening. <laughs> Dirk. I love how you like coincidentally named him after the guy in Boogie Nights. <laughs> well, because I was trying to, I mean, Casey's being very, uh, and as she should be, she's not talking a lot about it, which is good. Um, but I was trying to get to the question where I think he has a big wiener. I'm, I'm just guessing that because he's a. Uh, he's black. Figure right. It out. So. Wow. So, so I'm sure it's I don't big. feel Cosby has a big wiener. I don't most. I I think that like I'm gonna say. Have you okay? Wait. Men, I think we need to get back. I think we need go to go back a couple weeks ago when I was talking about Eggplant Friday. Have you seen Eggplant Friday? No. You need to Google Eggplant Friday. Okay. In your free time. Finley is mortified. Because I just hate talking about big <laughs> wieners if it's not about dirt. <laughs> Maybe Dirk's on Eggplant Friday. Oh, you never know. I think Casey's uh, real lucky, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is eggplant Friday? Uh, it's like a thing. It's like a website where guys just post their big units. No, so they're just pictures. You need to find me the, uh, what you were, that number for uh, the Holland, Holland, yes. what is it? Hold on a second. Yeah, so. Um, Something's happening here. Um, Case, you need to get closer to the mic. Okay. <laughs> I'm closer. There you go. Yeah, so there you go. Sorry. So so anyway, so you you'd eat the the butt first and you would eat the thigh first. I yeah. think as a man, I would naturally go for the boobs first, right? Well, yeah, that's where all the fat. That's where all the meat yeah. is. That would be fatty. It would be like meat. Yeah. And then it's still kind of like sexual anyway because you're eating some titties, right? Let me eat some titties. Let me eat some titties. It <laughs> reminds me of somebody that I know. <laughs> Titty kebabs. Titty kebabs. <laughs> Those things. There were a couple on, sticks. On sticks. <laughs> All right. How do we start talking about this? I have no idea. <laughs> you, I'm scissoring. It was, it was scissoring. <laughs> I blame the scissoring. If you're on a deserted island, what would you do? I oh, yeah. that thing. Yeah, we were initially talking about women. <laughs> I cut her. Can you get back to the women? <laughs> no, what did you call it? Originally talking about uh, oh, scissoring. Scissoring. Yes, yeah, scissor, original Scissoring. Subject. So I, I, just, I just think this is one of the greatest things ever invented and, and – um, I mean, Cassie would. I mean, you did some lesbian stuff in the past. I mean, uh, not that though. You, you didn't do Cassie, that. We no. Made it. Yeah, I've made out. I've. <laughs> That's right. I've done other things. <laughs> this is hot. My wife has actually made out with. Our you didn't think it was hot at the time. You got really mad. No, you did get I, mad. <laughs> yeah, maybe I got mad, but that was just being me being stupid. I would pay good money for. You were like, we're at a strip club. Why are you making out? Really? <laughs> we're at a strip club. That's why. <laughs> That's definitely taking. Casey wanted so pool. Like. That's why we're making out. I don't know. <laughs> I was in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> you got a nice hot ginger kiss there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I no, I never did scissoring though. 
what moves did you actually do to the to the girl? Just some stuff. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I'm like pregnant. I don't want to talk about that stuff. Like, did you uh, go down and uh, no. eat some clam? No. no. You didn't do any of that? No. So then how did you actually have sex with a girl? Well, I didn't have sex with a girl. We had a threesome with a dude. Okay, but you had to have done I something. I was like making out with her, touching her boobs, whatever. <laughs> okay, well, that's still hot. That's still hot. In case you... Uh, I think you, that's hot. You've had pure lesbian experiences, right? Yes. What have you done with women in the past? Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. But scissoring. You didn't do scissoring. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, no scissoring. I never put it, anything in the butts or anything like that. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, I would not do that. No butt stuff. No, no butt stuff. <laughs> no butt stuff. So you didn't go close to the butt, but you did everything else. That's hot. I mean, no scissoring. <laughs> no scissoring. No scissoring. <laughs> other stuff, yeah. Was it with uh, other gingers or the people of different no. persuasions? No, with other gingers. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Can we move on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so let's move on. I think we've, uh, we've uh, gone through scissoring enough. Um, Cassie, what's going on with uh, Elysian Beer? I think we have something to announce. Oh, yeah. I'm so disappointed today. So I can't fault them because I can't fault anybody that decides to grow their business and accept a large sum of money. But there is a morality issue here, whereas you don't sell out to, like, the biggest white devil beer company ever, which is AB InBev, InBev, which, if you guys don't know, is Budweiser. <clears throat> Elysian just sold their whole company to Budweiser. I don't even know how much for because I didn't read the whole article, but um, it's not a majority share. It's in the entire company. Yes. yes. Which really sucks because yeah, I love their beer. It does. It, they made very good beer. Probably <clears throat> one of the best pumpkin beers I ever had. Right. But um, this- We actually have a pumpkin of theirs downstairs, which is not a Budweiser product, so I will drink it. But, but you know, know pre Budweiser. Beer going to change this? It well, it is will. because <clears throat> Budweiser is right. Budweiser is going to mass produce it, and it's going to lower the quality of taste. Right. Same thing happened with Goose Island. Goose Island yep. was one of my our favorite craft beers, and Budweiser bought them, and now the quality is just not there. I mean, you can get it anywhere now where you used to not be able to get it, but now the beer is just not the same. The quality is not the same. It's just not as good. Right. Well, at some point, they, they, they have to not let them continue to purchase. That's not true. Right. They can do whatever they want. Doesn't it become like a monopoly? Well, yeah, but there's so many beer companies. And I know there are certain beer companies out there that would never sell to Budweiser ever. Um, a lot of them are based in New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, I, and, and I understand the uh, the attraction to it. It's kind of like when you're like that undergore, un- under, underground hardcore band and like you don't want to sell out because part of your 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 uh, message is that you're just you know you're you're true to yourself and but then the the big record companies come in and they throw millions of dollars at you and you're going to be famous so you kind of sell out and like kind of the same thing i bet you Allegiant was probably doing okay for themselves but then budweiser came in and Well here's the thing they were very limited distribution so now they've got this, like you know they can they're going to probably be nationwide i'm sure um they were here in new jersey but a lot of the places they weren't you know, they weren't available. Like California, I mean, they're from Washington, and then weren't available available in California. Yeah, I guess that's part of the reason. But I, so, I, I, I mean, I think the main reason is just the money. I mean, the money was thrown at them, and, well, and yeah. sold out. But I mean, here's my thing, and this is what I was saying earlier uh, before we were on air that if it was a different company, like say, like say, like DDIJ owned a beer company, mm-hmm. and we were approached by like Dogfish Head, and Sam, hot ass Sam, was said to us. Hey, you know, I'll give you a million dollars to buy your company. I'd sell to Dogfish Head. Mm. I'd sell to Sierra Nevada. I will not sell to Budweiser. 
It's like not happening. Yeah, I mean they're like morally, uh, it's not happening. Yeah, they're like the the uh, evil evil of the beer world, evil of the beer world. So the evil empire, the evil empire. That's right. Um, all right, folks. I think we're going to take this time of the show. To, I'm going to pause the show to uh, salute a man who once drank 16 bottles of wine in four hours, and then after he drank these 16 bottles of wine, he then went on to wrestle three matches. And I'm referring to the man, the legend, <coughs> my hero. <coughs> The greatest drunk of all time, Andre the Giant. Cheers, Andre. Cheers, Andre. This one's for you. He is the man. Casey, what did you say before that he said in The Princess Bride? Oh, gosh. I, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you should do it. Why are you losing it? Why are you cracking? Because I just can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I don't know. What does he say? He, he, he's burning. Right. And he's he's he pretending he's the Dread Pirate Roberts. And he's like, what does he say? Tell me. I don't know what he says. <laughs> you should not pass. Uh, let me in. I am oh, the Dread Pirate burn. Roberts. <laughs> Like, you shall not burn. He said some really crazy stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but Andre's the man. I'm, uh, he was... Enigma Montoya and... and uh, Car- uh, Carrie Elways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're pushing him on the little barrel. Mm-hmm. He's like, like now? He's like, no. But he's like half paralyzed still. <laughs> I my cross. It's great. No. Our guest is late. Yes, I, I can see that. I, I, I emailed know. her, and I'm not sure she's going to call in. Okay. Oh. It is what it is. It is what it is at this point. So um, we're actually binge-watching this new show that I want to talk about, and it kind of goes along with the whole scissoring thing. It's uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, my God. I love that show. Don't I, you? It's a great I, I, show. Wait, wait. We're not done yet. We're not done. Is it a new season? Don't reveal anything. I've seen every episode so All right. Far. So we're almost so, done okay. with the second season. So. Oh, New season starts in the summer. So, oh, okay. So anyway, for those of you that don't know uh, out there that who haven't seen the show, but I think everybody's seen it, but it's about um, you know a, a woman who w- was incarcerated for something she did ten years before she was uh, you know in, uh, steal, put uh, bringing drugs into the country or yeah, something like that. Yeah. So and it's just her experience in jail, and it's actually true story. based on a true story. She's in a federal oh, federal yeah. prison, yeah. Oh. And uh, it, it kind of, and actually, the, the reason that I think maybe that Cassie's into it is Cassie actually has similar stories. Yeah, I do. A lot of our listeners actually don't know that my beautiful pregnant wife right here was actually I was incarcerated. A, I was a, I was an, I'm an ex-con, guys. Ex-con. Now, for for those listeners that don't know, how were you actually? I was involved in a gas station robbery when I was 18. Um, I had a bad drug problem. That's all I'm going to say about that. Was it bath salts? No, it wasn't bath salts. <laughs> that's new. This is pre bath salts. But pre bath salts. Okay. Yeah, I had a uh, I had a, a horrific drug problem. Needed money. You know, 18 years old, you don't have a lot of money. Um, so we, me and a friend and a boyfriend, robbed a gas station, and I went to jail for like, I don't know. I went to rehab for nine months. Then I went to jail for nine months. And then I went back to rehab for like three months. Now, how how uh, accurate is the show compared to real life? Um, well, as far as oh, sorry, didn't mean to do that, guys. <laughs> as far as um, I was in like regular prison. I was in state prison. This is federal prison, so it's. I heard federal prison was like club med. Um, I heard it was like very cushy. Like they had like pools there and shit. Well, this show doesn't have any of that. 
Um, so I don't know if that's accurate or not. Plus, it's, it also takes place in like 2004. Something like that, yeah. And I was locked up in 98. So, a lot of different rules and stuff. Yeah, like they can't smoke there. We were allowed to. Like, it's kind of. Which is so strange to me because every time I see a prison show, they're always smoking. Or somebody in prison that's smoking was like, well, now they're not allowed. Now it's like a rule. You're not allowed to smoke. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, So, it's pretty accurate to to what the show. um, I mean, as far as the relationships in there go, yeah. Um, There's something was said in the beginning of the show, like the first uh, season, that, um, you know, women don't deal with violence women deal with like rumors and cattiness and it's very true mm-hmm. um i never really saw anybody fight in jail uh, I, but i saw a lot that. of i saw a lot of bullshit like mm-hmm. people like you know ratting people out or like arguing over the tv like arguing over like stupid crap you never saw some violent you never saw violence. i never really saw violence no Mm-mm. so nobody ever got a what was it called a shafted shanked, shanked. shanked. no i never saw any no Mm-mm. Was was showering uh, uh, very strange? Or? Showering, um, well, the first month they were there where I was, which is in Clinton, in New Jersey. That's where most people in New Jersey go, unless you're in federal prison, um, because there's no federal prison in New Jersey. But uh, showering for the first month, you're with eight other people in the same shower. Mm-hmm. Did, then anybody, I, did anybody ever like come on? No. No. no, no, no weird stares. No, like, I mean, well, there were awkward. It was awkward. So, yeah. like, I would be like, "Hey, nice tattoo." This is really <laughs> weird. Um, but uh, yeah, like, it was, you know, it was very like strange showering with eight other people. But then oh, once sure. you're once you're moved, um, once you're moved to like maximum security, you have your own shoe shower by yourself. So it wasn't that weird. And you're not in a bathroom. Like, you're not in a big bathroom like they had. You're mm-hmm. in, like a st- like you have a hallway with eight other people in the hallway and the door at the end of the hallway and a bathroom mm-hmm. at the end of the hallway. So you share a bathroom with eight other women, but not at the same time. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, it, no, it, so it's not extreme. It's not like the movie Oz where like, yeah, well, no men's prison is totally different. Yeah. So I better not be incarcerated. Men's prison is insane. Like mm-hmm. they kill people in there. They have all the gangs like Aryan brotherhood. And I have a friend who was all just those telling me crazy about some stories shit. went through. It's nuts. Like, you guys would enjoy having him on and telling some stories about what he had to do. Oh, I know. Well, the guys that I was locked up, the guys I were locked up with, one I don't talk to, obviously, because he's an ex of mine and, you know, there's no reason to talk to him. But one um, was actually, actually stayed at our house when we lived in a townhouse. And he was he was part of the Aryan Brotherhood. I mean, like he had all these stories. And you're not really like that in real life. You just have to do that in jail to come kind of get with to the survive. Yeah. Absolutely. You have yeah. to. I mean, yes. That's what I, you, know. you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice. I mean, women, I kind of got by because, I mean, you guys out there don't know, but I have a, a, a black widow spider on the back of my neck, and people thought I was the black widow killer. So they were like, works. they were like, this crazy white girl, like, we're not going to talk to her. She's crazy. <laughs> so, like, I actually kind of, like, survived because people thought I was a different person. Um, Whatever works, man. Whatever They works. also thought I was crazy because I robbed a gas station, and I was, like, you know, <clears> a young, <throat> like, white girl and they were like oh yeah you're about to gas you're crazy i'm not gonna talk to you you're crazy but you also wrote it with a snapple bottle that's think, true right? it was a broken snapple <laughs> bottle <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so actually uh right now since the, the our first guest uh hasn't called in um you know uh, we have pops who's been patiently waiting in the waiting area but uh, he actually wants to come on today pops doesn't now. make it quick though yeah we're, pops pops i'll tell pops to make it quick uh, but if those of you who don't know, Pops is a uh, black angry puppet that appears on our show uh, every week and just wants to talk about something. And today he's going to talk about uh, midget sex, I think. So, uh, and I actually have to give Pops my microphone. Um, so, 
I'm actually going to leave right now, and I'm going to let Pops come in. So uh, I'll be back when he's done. Yo, motherfucker! <laughs> this is Pops! Yeah! It's good to be here with you fucking crackers and you ginger cracker. Nice to see you, ginger cracker. <laughs> Cassie. Yeah, Pops. Never drink soda with Pops. Why? Because Pop rocks. <laughs> Get it? Get it? Yeah. yeah. Pop make jokes and shit. Pop funny. <laughs> now, the reason that Pops here tonight is that Pops is looking for some midget sex. You see, Pops got tired of just banging other puppets. <coughs> Not only do Pops... Pop don't like puppets. They don't have very good vaginas. But they're usually animals like pigs and shit, too. So Pop's not in the bestiality. Pop's just in the rape. So Pop's don't like banging those puppets. So Pop's decided to bang some midgets. Pop created an online profile (laughs) on a midget dating site called shortcomings.com. Shortcomings.com. It's a picture of me. That's awesome. It's a picture of me whacking off. And in bold letters, it says... (laughs) This can be you, midget. <laughs> and under it, it just says the word rape. <laughs> and under my likes, Pop has basalts, oh my God. rape, and fine Asian midget ass. <laughs> yes, Asian. Because Pops also have MYF. What's that, Pops? Midget yellow fever. Ah, nice. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what Pop has. Gotta be Asian, gotta be Asian. Now, Pops also wrote a little song about Pops wanting midget sex. A little song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for getting it, Cracker Cassie. <laughs> so Pops going to sing that right now. All right, here it goes. Ready? I, I just I, I got to warm up. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Pops don't like puppet vagina. <laughs> so instead, Pops want to fuck a midget from China. <laughs> Pops might have a hunch. That Asian midgets like the donkey punch. Oh! oh drink. drink! That's right, crackers. <laughs> That's right. Well, I think I'm being told to leave. Oh, I'm, I'm being told to leave. So I'm going to leave. And if any of you Asian midgets out there, my, send me a message. With, send me a message with how much you like rape. That's right. Okay. <laughs> how much you like rape? I'm going to go do some basalts. All pops right, pops. Out. Later, Pops. <laughs> Motherfuckers! <laughs> oh, boy. You just missed a good pops. Uh, oh, did I? Yeah, yeah. I was going to the bathroom. I didn't. Yeah. What? What? He talked about midget. Did steps. he give you? A, did he give you a puppet high five in the hallway? No, he doesn't like me too much. So oh. yeah, um, he just he called me a, a fucking a cracker. cracker and, yeah. He he has myf. Myf. What's that? Midget yellow fever. Oh my god. He wants midget to bang an Asian fever. midget. I never even heard of that before. I don't know. <laughs> he also wrote a little song about it. Oh, really? <laughs> little. It was oh, a little oh, song. A little song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very clever there by Pops. He made a, he made a, a dating profile on this on this website called shortcomings.com. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just him whacking off and underneath it says rape. <laughs> oh, we got a caller. All right. Hello, you're on uh, Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hello. 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 Oh. <laughs> okay. We have a caller. Hello. Hello. I don't know what's going on. This show's going. Uh. Hello. Hello. Okay. Uh, well, I guess they're not there. Okay. <laughs> so we. Anyway, <laughs> maybe they'll call us back. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Interesting. But uh, you know what we'll do? Actually, um, let's start on the uh, the drinking. Is that better? Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, here we go. Hey! 
Hey. Hey. All right. I was going to say. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I mean, I heard midgets and yeah, did porn just, and like, masturbating under the table. Just, like, so dropped I figured, the phone. You, know, you got really excited and dropped the phone. <laughs> it mu- must have been what happened. That's that exactly been what happened. happened. Okay. Well, uh, how's it going, guys? How are you? Oh, great, great. Now we're very excited that you're calling, and this is uh, 902 Brewing out of uh, Hoboken, New Jersey. Um, and and uh, I'm very excited that you called in because I'm I'm really into you guys, and I just have a little question. So just just a couple questions. Not in that way. Yeah. No, okay. So it's a different kind of question. Also, <laughs> Whatever um, way he's into us, we're happy. We, we we take fans of all you know sizes, shapes, and varieties. So at 3, nice, thir- nice. 3 a.m., he might be into you that way, but not right now. <laughs> yeah, right. If he had a couple of our beers, it'd probably be like two or three beers, and he'd be, you know, a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, no telling. I'll, I'll probably be on Eggplant Fridays at yeah. that point. Um, so uh, um, tell us a little history about 902 Brewing. Uh, what, what made you guys decide to start brewing beer? Sure thing. Um, well, the way it started is the way, you know, a lot of brewers um, get started. You get a kit for, you know, your birthday or, you know, the holidays or whatever, and you do, you know, a one-gallon batch, and the next thing you know, um, you know, you're brewing all the time, and you're meeting different people, and you're trying different recipes. So it's kind of how the three of us got started. And then uh, just, you know, drinking in the craft beer scene in Hudson County and hanging out at different competitions for home brewers. My uh, two partners and I, we were sitting around one night after, you know, drinking a few too many and said, okay, you know, you've got your engineering background, you're an engineer, you're in, you know, catering, so you know your food and beverage business. I've got sales and marketing, and we all like to brew. Hey, why don't we give this a shot? And then the next morning, we were like, wait, did we actually decide to do this? (laughs) (laughs) And then next thing we know, you know, we've got a full shop set up, and we're brewing out of a backyard of where we lived. And two years from then, now we've got a we've got a company up and running and uh, going pretty well. Awesome, awesome. Now, um, is there any story behind the name Nine O Two Brewing? Yeah, and you know, people in town um, a lot of times at bars when we when we launch on uh, different bars and uh, restaurants here in Hoboken, we usually leave um, we have a we have a postcard that we made that explains the story behind it. And Nine O Two is where. Uh, the first address where my partners, Colby and Tucker, they lived for about three years, and it was a three-bedroom basement apartment, really cool place. It was 902 Washington Street, and that's where we went from you know, doing five-gallon, ten-gallon batches going up all the way up to 15-gallon batches in the backyard. Uh, had you know, a lot of privacy, and were able to experiment a little bit, but uh, 902 is you know, homage to, back, to, uh, back to our roots where everything got started in that basement. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Um, love that story. Um, now, uh, you guys have some awesome sounding beers. I just want to ask you about a few of them. Um, sure. Now, th- th- there's one called uh, Heaven, Hell, or Hoboken American IPA. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that. That's, uh, that's the one beer that we have right now. Um, we are a contract brewer, so we're brewing off-site. We don't actually brew at 902 Washington Street, and a lot of people ask us, hey, when can I come by 902? And it's like, well, I wouldn't go there because we don't even live there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so if people listening, they want to show up for a tour in the uh, basement apartment of 902 Washington Street, uh, yeah, they're in for a rude awakening, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and, and so are the people that live there now. <laughs> but um, the most, most of our names and a lot of uh, what we're trying to do is tie in the history of Hudson County, Hoboken, uh, New Jersey to a lot of our beers and a lot of what we do. So very unknown fact, well, a lot of people don't know a lot about World War One, probably because, you know, Tom Hanks or Steven Spielberg haven't made a movie about it yet, but uh, 
World War One, the rallying cry from General Pershing, when a lot of soldiers left for Europe from Hoboken, uh, the rallying cry was that they were either going to be in heaven, hell, or Hoboken come Christmas of 1917. Oh, wow. and That's really cool. Yeah, no, thank you. So, you know, I'm a history buff. Um, you know, we talked about what we should name it. And when we come up with, you know, different styles that we're going to do, we try and have, you know, a reason behind the name so that it's not just some random name. And again, like we said, when we can tie in our roots, um, you know, that was one thing that we thought was really cool. And we just like the sound of it. And like, we, you know, we shorten it to the Triple H IPA when we put it on or do some kind of uh, events we usually call the Triple H IPA, but then a lot of times, you know, we might bring a, a hoodie with us or a t-shirt to events and we do some trivia and give away some swag. So that's uh, that's one that I think we're going to have to change the trivia question on that because the word's getting around about what the <laughs> Heaven, Hell, or Hoboken actually means. All right, cool. Now, I, I think I, I think anybody from the area can kind of figure what this name means, but the Path uh, Pale Ale <laughs> True Hoboken, I, I mean, I guess that's about the path train or am I wrong? Well, I wouldn't say it's about the train because, you know, I wouldn't say it has to do anything with the train. You can't confuse a transit system with a beer. But, yeah, it's, it's, it is obviously it stands for uh, Pale Ale True Hoboken, not the uh, Port Authority Trans Hudson. Um, but, yeah, that's our session, uh, Pale Ale. And, again, you know, we, we like big beers. We're not trying to knock everyone on their asses all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's about a 5.5% Pale Ale, which I- is stronger than your typical Pale Ale. Um, but it's a, good, it's a really good session beer. It's really nice. Uh, we haven't brewed it on uh, our 12-barrel system yet, but we'll probably have the, uh, the path probably, I guess, sometime in March or April is probably when we'll have that one available. Cool, cool. Yeah, we'll be looking for that. Now, uh, you also you, you make two IPAs. <clears throat> uh, one of them is the uh, Black Dynamite Black IPA. Dino, um, you got to say it right. It's the Dynamite. 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 Yeah, Black IPA. Dynamite. Casey would like. Tell us a little bit about that here. Yeah, the Dino. The Dino is awesome. We call it, you know, the Dino. Um, our friends and family. That's the one everybody usually loves the most. Um, we didn't want to produce it or brew it first because it is it is a hell of a beer. It'll, it it's got about a seven and a half percent ABV, and even though it looks really dark, it it's not a very heavy beer. It really mm-hmm. is truly an IPA. It's just we put a lot of. Um, chocolate roast and you know stuff that makes it a little bit darker um so it looks dark but it actually is pretty light and it's it's a really good ipa has a lot of hops in there obviously so it's got a wallop at the end and like i said you know you know you have a few too many of them and you're gonna (laughs) you're gonna get that dino pop um but that's where that's where the dying yeah the dynamite has nothing to do with history or anything tying us back to hudson county it's just it's the beer that's got us where we are we've won a lot of awards uh and homebrew competitions Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's definitely the fan favorite for sure awesome awesome and you also have the uh inconsiderate dog stout yes spoken you said it just like a true jersey guy does dog (laughs) dog come on talk to me dog but um what (laughs) It actually, what it actually uh, goes back to is um, one of the roommates at one point that lived at 902 Washington, 
every time he tried to eat, um, our partner Colby, his dog, he's got, she, she's a great dog. He's had her since college, and but she, you know, she's the hungriest thing in the world. She's always going for food. And this guy, I guess he was from the south, and he had like a real southern accent. So it's actually inconsiderate. Dog. He always said, "Your dog is so inconsiderate. Every time I eat, your dog is the most inconsiderate dog I've ever seen." <laughs> so that's where he got the inconsiderate dog stout from. Dog. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, um, yeah. are you guys are you guys gonna be making any seasonal beers? Yeah, so what our plan is, again, because we're contract brewing um, and we, we don't have our own facility right now, we're, we're, looking, we're looking for space and we want to try and open, uh, I don't want to be presumptive and say 2015, but hopefully uh, with the way the beer is selling right now and the interest that we have, you know, hopefully by 2016 we'll be able to have some space. And uh, until that time, you know, it's, it's tough for us to brew more than once a week. And the demand has been, you know, the, I mean, the demand's been great for the uh, Heaven Holler Hoboken so far. That's the only beer, again, that we have available. And we want to get our three mainstays, the uh, the Pale Ale, True Hoboken, the Heaven Holler Hoboken, and the um, Black Dynamite. We want to have mm-hmm. those three at, at a point where we can have them at any time. And mm-hmm. we want to do a seasonal, yeah. We want to have those three at all times and then always have our seasonal available. And, uh Right now, that's the great debate, what we should do for, for March. March is where we're, we're having a meeting actually tomorrow to discuss mm-hmm. what, we should do, what we should do for March. So we're taking suggestions. What do you guys think? Um, well, I, I think a good name for a seasonal beer would be a summer one called Donkey Punch. Oh, oh drink! <laughs> that, you, are you guys drinking right now? Do I hear drinking going on? Oh, yeah, of course. You're yeah. always drinking. Oh, well, no, I, when, when I heard that, I heard that that's the buzzword. I guess I've got to have a drink of my own here as well. Yes. All right, just making sure. <laughs> um, now, for, for those of us listening, and actually we want to know, where, where can we currently find your beer? Sure. So actually right now tonight, if anybody's listening live in Jersey City, we're actually launching at O'Leary's Public House. Um, it's right off exit 14B if you're taking the turnpike extension. I was actually there myself to do the official launch, but we're going to be on tap all night there. Um, we're in, at Madison's on tap right now in Hoboken, Finnegan's, and Willie McBride's in Hoboken. Wednesday night, we've got a great event coming up at Jack's Cabin uh, downtown and uh, Grapevine Tavern, Jersey City, um, Poor Henry's in Montville. Uh, oh, yeah, we were at. <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're, we've been making our way out to Morris and uh, Essex County. We were at Cloverleaf earlier this week in mm-hmm. uh, Caldwell, which I think you know any beer lover knows. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Knows yeah. Poor Henry's knows Cloverleaf. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and and just bars at this time, no liquor stores. No, well, actually, if people want to buy a keg, we're again because we're so we're so new, and you know we're going through the whole operations process. Um, kegs to us are super valuable, and so even though there's a keg deposit on every single you know keg that we bring to a bar, we mm-hmm. know at least you know at Cork City and Hoboken, you know he has three kegs. We know we're going to get those three kegs back, you know whenever the, whenever they kick, no problem. Now if we go to a liquor store and you know I'm not saying you, I'm using you know the figurative you, um, right. take you know buy a keg. 
even though you have a $30 deposit or $40 deposit when you return that cake, there's really no reason for you to get it back as soon as it kicks, you know, the day after. I mean, mm-hmm. think about how many times I've had a keg sitting in the backyard. Oh, crap, right here, I can get $30 cash right now. Um, mm-hmm. But we need those kegs back so that we can keg our, you know, future batches. So kegs to us are Absolutely. super valuable right now. And I, I tell everybody, hey, as soon as it kicks, let us know. We'll send out somebody in the next, like, two or three gotcha, days because gotcha. we got to get it back. I was in a liquor store the other day. And um, I was in a liquor store the other day, and I was wearing this new Gore-Tex coat that I got. And I accidentally knocked mm-hmm. some bottles of wine over. And I actually had to surrender <laughs> oh my, my Gore-Tex jacket Stop. to pay for those bottles of wine. Stop. <laughs> to pay for You know, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah. it, re- it really doesn't. Um, you know, like I said, we, there is um, one, of, one of our friends, he opened the Thirsty Quaker down in Jersey City on Monmouth Street. It's a great, great shop, homebrew equipment, homebrew grains, hops, anything you can need to get started. And we do go through him. So if, you know, a friend's having a party or if you guys wanted to get a keg on the, whatever it is, um, you can always buy it through the Thirsty Quaker. So, again, because we, we know him so well and we know that he's, you know, he's going to be on top of it. Um, that's one liquor store where we do actually sell the kegs, you know, to anybody that's oh. looking for, for a birthday party or whatever. Awesome, awesome. Now, now, last question, man. Do you have any uh, sure. special events coming up that you'd like to promote? Yeah, um, like I said, we're at O'Leary's Public House tonight. If anybody's listening live and wants to go and grab a pint of 902 for a special $5 rate at uh, O'Leary's, uh, great, great little pub that just opened up in September in downtown Jersey City. Um, Wednesday, actually, I, I forgot. I got to mention Monday night at Madison's. We're we're part of um, a special group. I think everybody's heard about that horrible fire in Edgewater at this point, uh, just up the road from us. And we're actually running a fundraiser there. So we're donating kegs to the Madison, and all the profits, all the proceeds, um, are going to go straight to you know the, the victims of that fire. Uh, again, that's at Madison's in Hoboken on 14th and Washington. That's mm-hmm. Monday night. Um, so yeah, we're definitely going to be a part of that. I believe there's a whole bunch of. Uh, the folks from Edgewater that are going to come down that were affected by the fire as well. So, you know, I think that's, I think a lot of people, especially here in town, everyone's like, well, you know, Edgewater, it's, it's really not, you know, it's not like it's right next door, but it's so close and all the towns here are like on top of each other that anytime, you know, there's any kind of, you know, horrible, you know, event like that, everybody really rallies together. So when they, when we heard, and again, we're on tap there now, and as soon as we heard it, you know, we spoke to uh, the owner and we said, hey, how can we be a part of this? You know, let us know. And uh, so that's Monday night. And then uh, Wednesday night, we're going to be down at Jack's Cabin, which just opened uh, recently in Hoboken. Really nice, cozy spot on the, uh, like, literally on the border of Jersey City and Hoboken. And mm-hmm. then next weekend, I'm hoping I'm going to see you guys on the 31st. You're going to be in Sea Caucus, right? <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> we'll definitely A resounding try. silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, the no. World Beer Exposition. You got to be there. Uh-huh. Everybody's going everybody's gonna to be drinking Dirty Jersey there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, we, we definitely that's, make But that's the 31st. Yeah. So, well, if I don't see you guys, hopefully we'll see you soon. But that's gonna, that's a huge event. Um, we're really psyched about that. We, you know, it's literally in our backyard. It's five minutes from our warehouse in Union City. And uh, when we were invited, we were like, uh, yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, man, I really appreciate you calling in, man. You've been a great guest. Um, uh, and uh, we definitely support your brewery. And, uh, you know, we're definitely going to keep supporting it on, on our Facebook page and all our social media. And uh, good luck to you guys, awesome. man. No, you, got, you guys have been great. Yeah, thank you guys so much for the support. And, again, anytime you guys are around or you guys feel like grabbing a beer, you know, 
we're all we're always up for uh, getting a good drink and having some good conversation with good people. So awesome. definitely maybe let us know. If we get, uh, maybe if we get drunk enough and get some broads, we can uh, give them donkey punches. Oh! There you go. We can have <laughs> we can have your seasonal before we know it. Yes. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank thank you very much for calling in. Hey, thank you guys. Have a great weekend. Uh, you too, man. Bye. Take care. All right. That was uh, nine oh two brewing. So uh, snafu during that. We actually had our other caller call in, and I had to tell them to hold off because we couldn't. Yeah, we're just uh, kind of, and we and we gotta have to do a rushing uh, ta- beer tasting here. A Russian beer test? Yeah, right. No, rushing. I know, like the dressing. I know. <laughs> so we'll have to try to get Sweet Jane's back on at some point. Yeah. So so any, anyway, we're we're gonna do our beer tasting, All right, and uh, so Cassie's gonna and how it's gonna work. Cassie's gonna actually tell us their founders' beer, what kind of beer it is, and we're and me and Casey are gonna both sip it, and then we're gonna give our opinions on the beer. Um, so this smells freaking amazing. What kind of beer is it? Okay. This is the breakfast stout. It's a double chocolate coffee Imperial stout. It smells amazing. It's 8.3%. I'm excited. (laughs) All right. I'm going to taste it. Wow. Oh my God. It tastes like, it tastes like booze coffee, which is just awesome. That is the perfect beer for morning drinking. Mm. That's why it's called a breakfast stout. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can taste the coffee. Oh my taste God. The right? That's so really good. good. I would highly recommend that beer. Definitely. Oh yeah. Definitely. Okay. That's a great so one. that's a that's a good that's a go. Mm. Yes, yes. I will let Twitter know that that's a good one. <laughs> All right, what's the next beer? Okay, the next beer is the Double Trouble uh Imperial IPA, nine point four percent. Strong one. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> smells like an IPA. Right. Strong one. I like the label too. It's all creepy and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's two guys. Like, well you can't no. flip it because the beer's are I just in, tasted but... it. You know what? It's a pretty good IPA, but not one of my favorites. So um it, it's definitely not as good as the breakfast stout. Definitely not as good as the breakfast stout. It's it's um you know, I I'm kind of consider myself kind of a little bit of a pro in IPAs and, and that's not one of my favorites. What do you think, Casey? I don't think it's bad. I like the uh, the I, the other IPA. I was 